Hi, welcome to the Indie Fantasy Book Club. This is a bonus episode, and I am Kate. And this is Orland. Today, we are going to be talking about what Lit RPG is. From our last episode, a lot of listeners wanted to know what the words we were saying meant. So Lit RPG stands for um, literary or literature, depending on who you ask, uh, role-playing games, or RPGs. And so for anyone familiar with things like World of Warcraft, Dungeons and Dragons, games in that vein, then you're familiar with role-playing games. And essentially, a lit RPG is that in book form. And so in many ways, it's similar to those YouTube videos. Like the walkthroughs? Yeah, like the walkthroughs. If you've ever seen uh, pro gamers' video streams, it's very similar to that, except that it's a book. Yeah, because it's a book, you end up with the internal thoughts of the characters. Which which is very nice. Yeah. As a genre, I would say that lit RPG tends to take itself less seriously than other genres of fantasy because it has to be a little bit self-aware is my reasoning there okay orlin can tell you about the different kind of categories of lit rpg apocalyptic for example will probably be the most serious but anytime when you have a character who kind of knows they're in a game and knows that they're playing tropes it offers opportunities for humor so I find that the lit RPGs often have a good quirky sense of humor about them. So yeah, as Kate said, um, I'll go over the categories, but to take a step back, I like to look at it as fantasy being the umbrella perhaps. umbrella genre, and then lit RPG is one of the subsets within that. And the way it's really distinguished from other fantasy novels is the fact that you have a system which allows you to quantify your progress. By system, he means like a computer overlord is often involved in these lit RPGs, like a computer overlord or some sort of magic system that has imposed rules on the world such that players gain experience. Exactly. And so with that system, there's, there comes an ability to quantify your actions to show progress. And some of the systems go into a great amount of detail where every single thing you do is going to be captured and quantified and you'll have a bunch of skills that the character will never use in the book i may not be a fan in case you haven't noticed um on the other end you also have some systems which give very little information and they're like a boss who doesn't tell you what you're trying to achieve and you just got to go figure it out Um, but as i was saying i break it down into kind of three broad categories the first one i call apocalyptic rpgs and essentially what happens is the world ends by the introduction of the system and when you introduce a system, a lot of the times to make things easier, technology gets shut down one way or another, um, or is kind of slowly tapered out, and the world changes from that. The humans become players. You, you end up with computer game tropes put on them. For instance, you will often find a tutorial in which the humans are now introduced to the system and the new rules in like a soft gameplay moment of tutorial before they're thrown in with the monsters that's definitely a very common theme not all of them have it but definitely very common the second category um, is what i call portal rpgs and essentially the main character is taken from earth through a variety of means to a world that has a system and an rpg game-like environment and I differentiate this from the third category, which is VR lit RPG book. Standing for virtual reality. Thank you, Kate. You're welcome. So the reason I separate them is because in the virtual reality 
with RPG books, the player can come and go from the real world. Or if the player can't because they have certain requirements or restraints on them, other people can come and go from this world so they know it's a game. A really good example of this from a recent movie is Ready Player One. Similarly, Free Guy has aspects of it that are VR because some of the characters are playing the computer game, whereas others are AI and don't know it. Or do know it. Eventually, they all know it, and it gets great. Yeah. So going back to the Portal Fantasy, in the Portal Fantasy, the main character is transferred out, and typically one of the goals of this book is going back to their starting world. Um, but for the Portal Fantasy, they get transferred over to the RPG. They typically don't have a tutorial. they got to figure it out as they go. And those ones can be quite interesting as they interface with people who have lived with a RPG system their entire lives, and that's how their entire culture is in society is based around, which can be a very interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. So some of the conventions you'll find when you're reading a lit RPG, you'll find text boxes inside the normal text. Uh, that's because the writers are often emulating what you'll find in a video game. So sometimes you'll even have cutscenes where a character will experience some sort of vision from an advanced player's perspective. Or they'll have options to select yes or no when somebody's asking them a direct question, like, do you want to accept the quest? Yes or no. This is one of my problems with LitRPG is sometimes writers take this to the extreme with the text boxes and it becomes tedious. But a good example, like Queen in the Mud, yeah, they'll have witty text boxes with fun insights and it kind of adds like, a narrator to the the story, a narrator who knows more and maybe is manipulating them, and it it can add layers of fun. So it shouldn't it shouldn't in the best cases be just tedious. It should be interesting to read, at least possibly humorous, and possibly showing the manipulation of this new character inside of a inside of a system. Exactly. Great description. Thank you. So yeah, we hope that this introduction has given you at least a baseline understanding of lit RPGs. And we also hope that it gives you the desire to read a couple. Yep. As I say, learning on the job is effective learning. As long as you have a baseline to start, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> Just go pick up any random book. No, we recommend you read Queen in the Mud so that you can talk about it with us on Monday. Coming right on up.